0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Evening show. Anyway, um, how have you guys been? Went on vacation. Gotta say, changing my life. Um, basically, we tend to get the first week of July off because Wimbledon is going on. And so the contract, you know, they run Wimbledon during the time that we we're on. Ed, I mean, that's cool. But I kind of would prefer to be around for the free agency madness. I enjoy that. And for a long time, I think I kind of operated on that space and kind of thought like, hey, man, people need me. You know, this is this this this, this time. This is the folks want me. I don't know how much of that is ego or whatever. But it's like, yo, man, folks want to hear from your boy. At a time like this, man, please, man, I went on vacation. I was like, I holler at y'all when I get back. And on that note. Let us move on to your questions. Does it depress you approaching 40 years old? How old are you, 15? Nah, not really. I mean, and if it did, like, what do you think my answer was going to be? Like, let's just say it was depressing to me that I managed to live 40 years, which is not promised to anybody. Right. Like, let's just throw that out there. Let's just say that um yeah, turning 40 depressed me. What would you think that your question was doing? Like, do you think that would be helping? Come on, FS90. What the fuck is this? Anyway, no, I'm just going I mean, I don't even turn 40 this year, by the way. I turn 40 next year. And you know what I would be? 40. All right. Don't really appreciate the question, but we'll see what else is going on here. Wow, gotta say, it's a lot of questions. Most of them not that good. Did any earthquakes happen in California when you were out there for grad school? Yes. Um, I experienced one earthquake. It wasn't like a, you know, like hold on sort of situation. I did experience, though, one earthquake when I was in California. And it is a fantastic story that unfortunately I can't tell you right now. I will just tell you. It was very interesting timing. Anyway. See what else you guys got here. You guys with these LOLs seem to act like you know what I'm talking about or something. Are you sure you do? All right, here we go. Uh Gibbs and Mad Lib did it again, huh? Yes, they did. You talking about that bandana. That bandana goes. I gotta say though, um I enjoyed the Fetty record, the uh, Freddie Gibbs and currency one more than I enjoyed the bandana, and not because the bandana is banging, I just isn't banging, I just really, really like the Fetty record. But nah, no, this one is good, and it's kind of, you know, as, as I recall from reading the, the recording, it's kind of split up in pieces. Where I think what well, part of it was done before Freddie got uh had the situation in Austria, and then the rest was done after the fact um but he kills it because the one thing about like i interviewed him about the uh the freddy record the one with the teddy pendergrass mock-up um uh, on the you know on the cover and all that stuff and that one right there he's like yeah we wasn't even in here really writing nothing we was just kind of vibing and going with the music um he definitely sounds like he was a bit more dead ass serious both on the Freddie and the bandana because there was a challenge involved that i think wasn't present on the freddy record and you can hear that challenge and it comes out as a bet you know that's better rapping man killing it now nah, so i rock with that one a lot appreciate the question let me see what's going on here Why, folks, I cheer giving Bluebell all this bad press. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I agree with this. And for those of you who don't know this story, some little whip snapper went up in the grocery store the other day. I think it was a Walmart in Lufkin, Texas. But anyway, she somehow thought it would be funny to open the top of some delicious Bluebell ice cream and then lick it and then put it back in the freezer. Except it's not simply that she did all these things but she put it on video and of course she put it on the internet because of course, right? Now let us not forget that the criminal, the criminal is the person who's out here licking ice cream and putting it back. And I saw some other dude thought he was going to be funny and be a copycat and do that. He took his black ass to jail. He's 36 years old. What in the world was going on in his mind? Uh anyway, so uh they went and got her, they threatening to give us somewhere between 2 and 20 years. And you know, I ain't somebody that's really out here encouraging all these draconian sorts of punishments for what amount to be in petty crimes. But now ain't the time to ask me for no sympathy, baby. No sir, Rebob. Put her under the jail. Under the jail. I'm good with that. Right. Like, I feel like we got to send a message out here to all these people. And the message is Bluebell got it hard enough. Seriously, they fighting off that Listeria thing. You know what I mean? They got through that. That was their fault. They seemed to acknowledge it was their fault. They started to clean up a little bit more. Ain't nobody died that I know of. You know, since then. All right, cool. But see, bluebell got in this particular thing because they and they and they're correct about this. And I guess some of y'all didn't just grow up in Texas with bluebell's the all the ice cream that you think about. But I had always noticed that, like, if you get you like a pint of Haagen-Dazs or something like that. They got a, like a sheet of plastic that they put over the top. You take out the plastic and then you get to the ice cream. Blue Bell don't put no plastic on there, man. Apparently, it's going to mess up all the goodness. So what they do is they freeze the top off. Anybody that's opened the top to some Blue Bell ice cream knows it's a much different pool that first time than it is after that first time, right? So you can identify whether or not this has been opened up if you got any level of knowledge and sophistication about your Blue Bell. And I'm figuring in Lufkin, Texas, they do because I bet they don't even sell no other kind of ice cream because why would you? But anyway, everybody keep talking about this, like the problem is Bluebell. Bluebell is the victim in this situation, just like the rest of us out here are the victims in these situations. So, right, I actually do think that they are unfair in giving Bluebell all this bad press, and I do think that now is the time for law enforcement to show me that they are, in fact, serious. I got some other crimes that I wish that they were prosecuted a little bit more stringently, but i come to understand that that's just not going to happen. So since it's not, let's get these ice cream liquors up out the paint. Every single one of them. Let's get them out of here. Appreciate the question. Let's see what else you got here. Somebody say he never had Bluebell before. I suppose that I am truly missing out. You are. Like, I'm, I'm being dead up with you right now. You are. I'll tell you this true story. My freshman year in college, Bluebell finally expanded to Atlanta. And, you know, one thing about going, like, I went to college at a school where people came from all over the country, right? And one thing everybody does when they do that is it's something from the crib that's better than whatever it is from your crib, right? Like, this is a never-ending contest when you go to a school like this. And so mine was Bluebell. And I remember I'd been talking up that Bluebell and I was with my freshman year crew. And you know how this goes, your freshman year crew. Everybody get tired of somebody in the course of it. And I felt like it, it was around that time where they was getting tired of me, right? Wasn't the first time such a thing had happened. I know how it goes, right? But I kept swearing to them about that Bluebell. They ain't want to hear me. And the Bluebell came into Atlanta, but it was only at Winn-Dixie. And one thing about Atlanta, at least at that time was if you wanted something bad enough to go to win dixie to get it i hope it was important because there wasn't no guarantee that you was getting from the door to your car with whatever it was that's where the win dixies work and i remember we went to the win dixie at mlk and lynnhurst in the middle of adamsville you boys listening to any of them killer mike records we're talking about over there we went and got it got that good cookies and cream i took it back to my parents house because i mean do we ain't had no freezer so i told my boy what the deal was man that dude got a spoon he ate that blue bell. I watched it hit his face, man. He wanted me to be wrong so bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did not want me to be right under any circumstance whatsoever. And then he took a taste of that blue bell, man. Ain't no going back after that, bro. None. It's greatness. I don't get paid to say this stuff, neither. This is how I feel. Appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. Is there anything worse than people trying to force a comparison opinion like Earth Gang is the second coming to Outcast? It is funny that you mentioned this because somebody hit me up this morning and was like, Yo, hear me out. Earth Gang is like the new Outcast. And you know what I said to him? tell me more and you know why I said tell me more because I don't know who no damn earth gang is hey I know I do who earth gang is he then explained to me who earth gang was they apparently down with Jay Cole or something and I'm like oh okay cool well you know um maybe I'll go check it out and then I didn't get around to it so yeah apparently that's what that that, that apparently people are saying that and I'll let you know Appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. Could Ms. McConnell have given a worse response to the questions about his ancestors if he tried? Um, Kyle, I think you need to keep in mind that maybe just maybe you weren't the audience. Was it a bad answer? Depends on how you determine what a good one is, right? Appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. All right, I'm still scrolling. What's the last word you had to look up the definition of? I don't know, probably something Pablo said on TV. All right, how confused and shocked would you feel if you were at the table next to the cops that got put out of Starbucks? Yo, this story was wild. So was this in Arizona? Apparently a customer went and told the people at Starbucks that the cops who came in and it was posted up uh, made them feel uncomfortable, and therefore the cops had to be removed, and then the Starbucks employee went and asked For the cops to be removed. And I ask you guys this because I don't know this myself, but I feel like this is a very relevant question. Do we have a picture of the Starbucks employee who had the audacity to look at 5-0 and say to leave? Like, I'm very, very curious who made that call because that right there is a bold call. And I'm here to tell you right now, um, if I was the manager at that Starbucks, whoever did that, you are fired. Hey, you ain't gonna be in here being sassy with the police at my place of business. Are you crazy? No, no, no. I mean, from what I can tell, the rules are cops eat free. Like, especially you get some coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That ain't, that ain't, no, that's not how we going to handle business. It ain't really got nothing to do with my politics or anything else. The gang got rules. And from what I can tell, one of them rules is cops eat free. They like your kids in such a way. Yeah, it was the next thing you know, the health inspector going to be in here. We're going to get a B. Hey, No, oh, no, 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 no. It can't be that. Although it's interesting, though, because this is the truth, man. All these times that people talk about, like, you know, where the store asks somebody to leave because somebody's uncomfortable or something like that, like, the notion of comfort is kind of arbitrary. You know? So, like, the reason barely matters. And for what it's worth, you got to admit, One could certainly make an argument that the cops being up on them made them feel uncomfortable. Here's what I would say, though, If you, the person that felt so uncomfortable being around the cops. Of course, A, you had the option of leaving yourself like we can't miss that part. But two, your rap sheet best be clean. You better not have nothing in your ride. Because I'm surprised those cops ain't just post up and wait for you to leave when nothing happened to you. And please, they could be out there waiting on you like, oh, wow, that broken taillight. My taillight wasn't broken when I came in here. Wow, someone must have broken it in the parking lot after they left the Starbucks. Anyway, up against the wall. Appreciate the question. Let me see what else you got here. Why people on the internet find it so weird Did you hang out with internet people like PFT, Tommy, Deezus, etc. Well, number one, are those internet people? Like, you know, those are actual humans as far as I'm concerned. One. Two, I don't know why any of them are that surprised given that PFT commenter was a regular guest on my radio show and I've been on Deezus and Miro two, three times. Um, yeah. I don't know what was so surprising about that except for the fact that Hey, man, time keeps on ticking is the ultimate moral of the story. All those things that I talk about right there, man, they happened a long time ago, right? Like those cats have got huge individual bases of their own and everything else. And so they people don't know nothing about me being their people because a lot of them have come around since I was around them. Like that's just kind of the nature of things. Like I was actually kind of thinking about it when I was there. Um... Like, I, after I clicked with him, I was like, yo, man, it's been a lot of time, you know, since I met these cats and everybody's kind of gone in their direction. This is real dope to see what everybody's been able to do. And I kind of laughed because I looked at like what my Twitter followers are now, which is basically what they've been for like the last year or two or something like that. I looked up, man, and them two boys have both just blown past me, you know? Like, they got real dope stuff going on with where they are. And so it's kind of funny um, that we're at the point where people can't believe that I would kick it with them. Interesting. I'm getting cool points off them. I'll take it. Appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. Uh, says, yeah, I was just in Amsterdam a few weeks ago, too. And were you as fascinated by the place as I was? Great city. But man, was it different? Let me tell you this thing about Amsterdam, though, man. Crossing the street is a completely different animal in Amsterdam than it is anywhere else in the world. And those of you who have been to Amsterdam understand this situation. And I do feel like I got to say, I guess they did criminalize that weed rather than making it legal, which is a very important distinction, I suppose. But I do feel like they understand, man. There's a lot of people walking around there high. All right. Like, that's just kind of the nature of it. And I don't really understand how high people supposed to be walking around there with all the people on them damn bicycles. And them bicycles ain't stopping for you neither. Like, if you get caught in the middle of the road and a car coming, car might hit the brakes. You cross one of them bike paths and the bike coming, that bike ain't doing nothing but hitting you with a ding-ding. They're going to go through you if they got to. They don't never hit the brakes. And I really feel like that's not a conducive situation for what they're telling people they about over there in Amsterdam. I don't seem to work. And and they got, like, the, the train that run in the city. And that's cool. You dig? Um, and it purrs. Like, it don't make no noise. It rides real quiet. And that sounds real cool to you trying to cross the damn street. And the next thing you know, you hear a, a, a gentle ding, ding, ding. And it's a train. Yo, man, you ain't got no horn. How your train got a bell? Y'all need a horn. Just saying. I wonder what traffic court looked like in there. Appreciate the question. All right, here we go. Are there really outraged people about mermaids or just Twitter bots? Dude, I have no idea. So apparently we're going to have a black little mermaid. Um. And from what I can tell, there's some people on the Internet who have a problem with this. And this is not an uncommon thing where there's a segment of white folks that when the character they had envisioned in their mind was white and then their character is black. It kind of trips over all kinds of things in their mind and they internalize racism and they realize they have a difficult time rooting for black people. And so it all gets hard for them. Like, I get that. I see it. I understand. But I don't have any idea how many of these people actually exist. I don't. I think I said something on the other podcast where I was like, I saw something with somebody put a post on Facebook and was like, but really, can't she even get her hair wet? Which, you know, honestly, that's a pretty sophisticated joke, white person. You kind of got to know a little bit about black people to know something about that one. Good job. There's a time at the Def Jam, they would have told that joke first. In fact, I bet we might be able to go back to some old Def Jam tapes. And it might be somebody who's already been like, what if the Little Mermaid was black? Hey, hey, don't touch my hair. Don't touch my hair. See, the whole movie fall apart. you telling me you couldn't see somebody already telling that routine? Right. Can't even tell them jokes now. Racist white people already jumped up and ruined it. Like, way to go. Somebody said, I refuse to believe that people suddenly caring about the redhead representation are real. No, I, I, I say I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know how many of those people actually exist. And I got to say, as it relates to the point about a redhead, I don't know how many black women, you know, but they be making their hair all kind of colors. Ain't no color they can't go get. Right. Come on now. What's her name? Megan Thee Stallion? Ain't her hair been red recently? I mean, a different red, but red nonetheless. Now, granted, I don't think Megan the Stallion's red hair is the kind that you really want to be out here getting wet, but whatever. Appreciate the question. Let's see what else we got here. Dude in the chat room says he went to high school with the Stallion. He says, you have a crush on Megan, don't you? I do. Like, where'd you get that one? Do you have a crush on Megan? All right, let me see what else we got here. Sorry to some of you. I got to get y'all's questions out of here. They ain't never getting answered, and they're just taking up space. This guy, John, I must have blocked him. He's like, do you find joy in blocking people? No, I don't find joy in blocking people. Well, you know why? Because generally for people to get blocked, they had to say something crazy to me. Why would you think I take joy in people talking crazy to me? All right, man, I don't want to cut this show, but y'all ain't really putting in y'all's half today. Quality greater than quantity. That's what you need to be shooting for. Jay-Z getting into the marijuana business as a chief brand strategist. Yeah, I saw this today that uh, he's getting involved with some company. Let me tell you my guess. My guess is his involvement in that company really is the press release saying that he is involved in that company. Like that is of the value, whatever. He's probably taking an equity deal on whatever it is. But that's what the real value is. Like this is Jay-Z's reefer brand of whatever they're selling. All right, well, all of a sudden, that stands out in the market because the thing I do think is somewhat difficult with this, like, flood of companies getting into the game. um, Like, who stands out and why? And so that one, boom, it'll be that. it I mean, there it is right there. Well, that's what I think is really going to come down to. Guy says, Jay-Z just gets business. You attach his name to anything and it's money. Got to say, buddy, that's not really a great like indicator of how well Jay-Z gets business. There's a lot of people who don't know shit about business that know that. Like, you get that. You don't know nothing about business. You sitting in this chat room. So in the chat room said, have you seen anyone doing awfully American things abroad that made you think they make us look bad? Bro, you know how long ago I stopped worrying about other people doing stuff that makes me look bad? Like, yo, yeah, I'm black. People always trying to say something a stranger did makes me look bad. I'm off that. Appreciate the question. Let's see if we got anything else here. Somebody put it here. Do you have any tips on personal finance? Yeah, don't spend more money than you have. That's really all I got. Man, I don't know everybody really has it that easy where they can just avoid spending more money than they have. But I really feel like if you do that, you'll, you'll work the rest of this out. Like, I feel like most people's problem with personal finance comes down to the end of the month. They're like, damn, I ain't got no money left. Oh, looking, looking, looking. By the way, shout out to this dude that recommended that I get Starship by Norma Connor on vinyl. I did. Thank you for bringing that up. I got to tell you, I didn't get it because you suggested it. It happened to be in the store, but thank you. But you brought this up like in chat rooms and on Twitter like five different times. It didn't change my life, dog. Is there something to be said for in 2019? The emergence of female rappers with Lizzo, Megan, Rico, Nassie, etc., has been something that seemed to be unanimously approved of, aka not much hate surrounding their emergence. Um, I ask this seriously Has there ever really been a time that like female MCs have have popped up and there's been like hate surrounding their emergence? Like, I don't recall there being a bunch of dudes that hated on the idea that Queen Latif, or MC Light, existed. Um, am I wrong here? Like, I don't remember Mia X being out and cats being like, man, I ain't listening to no chick rapping. Um, I don't, I don't, I've, I've never experienced that myself. So, like, I don't know if this is, like, a real testament to anything. I will tell you this. It wasn't until yesterday that I learned that Rico Nasty was a woman. Yeah, I got the feeling somebody else just found that out from me telling them. Also, some of you guys don't know. We don't do sports questions here. You may have noticed I haven't answered any sports questions. Did you see the thread where Buddy got blasted for his girl taking care of him when he was unemployed? Is there any benefit to posting anything relationship-related on Twitter? For me, no, there is no benefit whatsoever to doing such things. Um, And that one was interesting because, look, I mean, this is what people need to understand. Women are tired of the idea that they need to be taking these dudes and raising them out of some extended adolescence and into adulthood. Right. They're not really impressed by stories of these things happening. So I get why that got like a certain strong reaction out of people. The only thing about that was, hey, those people are not from the United States. As I recall, that dude's bio said he was from Malawi. But it did sound like that dude was like grinding. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't sound like that dude was just sitting around watching cartoons and she was waiting on him to like get his head out of his ass and start going out and trying to work. You know what I mean? Like it 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 really did sound like he was just a dude who hadn't got it together and met a woman who loved him and she rode with him while he was trying to get his thing together, which you know, I do think is kind of a cute story, um I suppose. But let me tell you what that te- what, what that also right there seems to touch on and this is a tricky thing, man imbalances um in finance in relationships right and so if you're in a situation like that and you ain't got no bread at all well you're probably gonna need for a woman to like help you get through and if you're a woman that's in a situation like that and your bread ain't right you gonna need somebody to kind of like help you get through in that way I am amazed, if nothing else, that that woman had the money to be able to float his black ass. Like, that is maybe the biggest shock to me. Like, apparently, they cutting big checks wherever they live where she got the money to be living for two, you know? And I fully understand why it is that women don't feel like being in no situation where they got to financially take care of some man. I get that. But... If a woman does happen to find a man with enough money to where she ain't got to work no more, that is still treated like a victory by many of the same people who are saying that they are tired of having to take care of a man. Am I wrong here? Because I don't think I am. And to be clear, this is not something that everybody thinks. This isn't like, oh, these women want to live that way. No, 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 no. It's not that. It certainly um isn't that. However, as that story was told, if that story is about a man holding a woman down in that same situation. We definitely see that as being chivalry, we do. Here's the tricky thing about patriarchy as it relates to like dating and the likes. Nobody really wants to get rid of all of it, right? Like I think we would argue that most women would like to see the elimination of patriarchy in society. We'd agree. That does not mean that those women feel like paying for dates. Like as a lifestyle. That ain't what they want to do, right? Now, granted, the pain and all that stuff is absolutely an extension of the patriarchy. No way around that. It is an extension of the patriarchy, right? But there are some things about the patriarchy where you can do a little bit of winning. Not nearly enough to make the patriarchy worth it, but there's there's some little small benefits that come in, like racism, for example, got some small benefits. Um, I can get a seat to myself on a bus or train under many circumstances where I would not otherwise and white people just wanted to sit next to me. Nope, nope, nope. I get to sit right over here by myself. You know, I go in the store. Hey, man, I might have a question about the merchandise. Good chance I won't have to look very far for an employee. Right? Hey, maybe that's the bright side. Right. But obviously the trade is not fair. But still. Right. I thought that dude when he was telling that story about what it was, I'd like to know more about him and why it was that he was in these places, you know. But he's like, yo, man, I met my woman. I didn't have no place to stay. You know, I had different ideas to try to make it happen. Not all of them work, but you roll with me as they happen. Like and if he's a screw up, then, yeah, okay, that's not cool. Maybe he's not. I have no idea. But the responses that came from that didn't have very much to do with the story that he told. It had to do with the stories that the receivers of his message had themselves. Yeah, shout out, Shaquille. You got that right. That's another good thing about being black. You get picked up a little earlier than you should in the pickup games. It's it's worth a good pick, two picks. Yeah, it's about it's worth about that. All right, we done 45 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us here on The Evening Jones. Try to do this thing here once a week or so. My man Lance Gilliam handles everything behind the scenes. Thank you, sir. Uh, remember, if you cannot watch The Evening Jones live, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the iTunes store, subscribe to Stitcher Radio. Check us out at SoundCloud. We are also At the Google Play Store. All right. Now, talk to you guys in a couple, not a couple weeks. Probably talk to you next week. Take it easy.